It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. If you subscribe to the show, thank you. If you don't, please do that for us. Turn on the auto download and we would appreciate a big show today. I bring in my co-host. That, of course, is Mo Moten, national NFL writer for Bleacher Report. And we are going to talk with one of our favorite guests here. One of your favorite guests, too, Mo. We're going to bring on Brian Baldinger here in a sec. Get into some draft talk. Absolutely excited about that. He had a he had a short clip earlier that I wanted to ask him about that Raider fans aren't going to be happy about, but I'm going to ask it anyway because we ask the hard questions on this show. We sure do. All right, so let's get to it. Joining us now in what is a busy two-week period, been a busy month, is, of course, Brian Baldinger. By the way, Raider Nation, you have to know that Odyssey is doing something special for the NFL draft. Brian Baldy and Jason LaCanfora hosting the 2023 Odyssey NFL Draft Show Live. You can join them the first night as they talk to local experts and Odyssey podcast hosts across the country. I'll be joining them in the first round when the Raiders pick, so make sure you do that with instant analysis. Can't wait to do that as well. We'll see if they stick at seven or move down. That'll be one of the questions for today. Leading up to the draft, check out Baldy's podcast. If you don't already subscribe to it, you are missing out. That is the huddle for his expert prospect breakdowns, uh, which has been great too. The draft show starts Thursday, April 27th, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. You can listen on the free Odyssey app and watch on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Baldy, thanks so much for being back with us. Know how busy you are. We're excited to get into this with you. Yeah, me too. Look, uh, I mean, this these things are good for me too. Look, as I don't know, like all of us, none of us really know um, what's going to happen a week from Thursday, April 27th. Um, it used to be that you, know, you had certain leaks, you had certain places you could go to get some information that you could then, you know, extrapolate. Well, like everybody's just so airtight now. Like, I, I don't even try. Like, and if I hear something, I don't really care. Like, I'll just wait till next Thursday night. But uh, look, I mean, this is a great time of the year for fans, for teams, um, to build your team, to get yourself on a playoff. It just takes a great draft sometimes to just turn your fortunes around. You look at Kansas City and the draft they had last year, mm. six players were playing on defense, four were starting, and they won a Super Bowl. They wouldn't have won that Super Bowl without the draft they had a year ago. Yeah, really remarkable stuff, and 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 it's 
it's crazy. Mo and I are in this spot right now too, where it's like, all right, let's just get on with this thing, right? All this to your point about guessing, none of us know anything. We we make our best educated guesses on stuff, but really until the reality strikes, we don't know what's going to happen. But let's jump into this right away too. We talked to you last time about the Raiders and you agreed with us, which is, hey, listen, they got to build in the trenches. They got to build that offensive line. We like Jermaine Illuminor, what he's done. That offensive line got sneaky efficient as the year went on, but they do need more there. The defensive line, they need help in the middle to go with Max Crosby. They could use some more help on the edge. But, but Baldy, we keep hearing that the Raiders may trade up in this draft. Do you really believe that with all the needs that they have in those trenches and on the entire defense that they may consider that? I don't see these any of these quarterbacks as, as, as so elite that you want to trade up. But I'm not Dave Ziegler. He might be in love with one of those guys. Tell us what you think at this point in time, a week out, what you think about the Raiders and what they may do in round one. Well, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I, th- I I find it bizarre that you would go sign Jimmy Garoppolo and Brian Hoyer, two guys they know very well from their time in New England, and go and draft another quarterback. I mean, I just don't mm. understand. I, I don't know why you would give up draft capital on a team that is so need of players. Um, and then I also think this, guys, like this just just me, just my respect for Al Davis, his flame burns inside of Allegiant Stadium. Like there's a guy in this draft at number seven that if there's one player in this whole draft that's a Raider, it's Devin Witherspoon. And it's a position yeah. of need. Like, I, like Al Davis, like if he saw Devin Witherspoon play today, like, there would be no, well, let's trade up. Let's get a quarterback in the future. And he'd go, give me Witherspoon. He's a Raider. Like, I still think you've got to think that way. Because that's how the fans think. And I know you can't play and placate the fans. But, like, I'm still believing in Dow Davis. Let's intimidate people. Let's knock them into the middle of next week. Let's win physically. Like, I believe, you know, let's win with speed. Like, I believe in those tenements that Al Davis built championship teams with. It's funny you say that, Baldy, because last week we had a question in our mailbag that said, who's the most Raider prospect in this draft? And I exactly, I said Devin Weatherspoon. My yeah. only fear is that the Detroit Lions may now take him because they traded Jeff Okuda to the Atlanta Falcons and they need some help on the back end. And if you heard Dan Campbell's, if you remember Dan Campbell's intro press conference, he talked about biting kneecaps and being physical. And I think Devin Weatherspoon also fits the Lions and what they do in being a physical football team. So, but other than that, with the quarterback position now, as we as Scott said, a lot of rumors fly. So you don't think they're going to take a quarterback or trade up for one, I should say. I, I don't, don't think they're trading up for a quarterback. But I've seen a lot of mock drafts that connect them to Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. And I that's kind of a lukewarm pick because I do like Illuminar. I do like what the offensive line did. Do you think that's far-fetched? Because I did see your clip saying that there could be a run on offensive linemen. Would you be surprised if the Raiders started that run on offensive linemen? Well, I think that'd be the very first lineman that would be taken. Detroit's not taking one. Seattle took two, and they both started last year. I mean, you just go through this. Like, Arizona's not going to – not with the defensive help they need and what's out there. Like, I think it's the first spot where you could say, okay, this could be a lineman taken. Now, you know, pick your choice. Like, I, I love Darnell Wright. He's my favorite. But Skaronsky, mm-hmm. Paris Johnson, Roderick Jones. I mean, you go through the list of guys, like – it seems a little high in this draft. I don't see Trent Williams in this draft. I don't see Rayshon Slater in this draft. 
I see some good guys. And so at seven right now, Mo, like I feel like they can, but they just did re-sign Alex Barr and Illuminar. They did have Josh Jacobs leading the league in rushing. They must have been doing something right up front <laughs> with that group. Uh, it's not like Derek Carr was living on his car every Sunday. He wasn't. But, you know, look, I never think it's a bad thing to take an offensive lineman in the first round um, if you think there's value there. I just think there's better players at number seven if the Raiders just stay put than an offensive lineman. Baldy, when you see this situation, the Raiders in, the Raiders need players. They need young players uh, fiscally, right, to get all those players on a contract, a rookie contract. And, of course, they need help everywhere. Possibilities, again, you we could talk about possibilities of trading down and acquiring more picks, which I think might be smart. They could still stay high in the first round if somebody's after a quarterback, if somebody's after a position player. Or if you're in the top ten with the needs they have, do you stick there? Well, they have a lot of picks. I mean, they've got two threes. They've got three fives. I mean, they've got picks. Like, you can only draft so many rookies. You know, I mean, like 12 would be the max. You got to sign them all. Then you got to find a way to play them to see what they could do. So I, I don't know that getting extra picks. I mean, two third-round picks is really valuable in this draft. You know, having a second. Now, if you want to do something with your second round, like, I just think, I, I guess if you if somebody was just clamoring, like just, you know, just like, Chicago got one player in Carolina to go from nine to one and look what they got. I mean, they got a true bounty. It was a great deal, but it was a good draft for that. If, if somehow like, you know, you gotta be, I'm going to see Dave on the clock now too, because <laughs> this thing might go, you know, when a team is on the clock, if we start seeing Anthony Richardson go early, like teams could be making a call to Dave going, look, we want that seventh pick. We want to take, you know, CJ, we want to take Will, whatever. Like, all right, be ready to dance. Like it might just be that kind of draft, but you know, hopefully, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're doing all these, just the way we're doing some mock stuff. Like I'm sure they're going through all their different scenarios. Like it wears staffs out, but you've got to go through it because you never know what might happen. Anthony Richards is a total wild card in this whole thing. And somebody might just say, boy, if he's there and he hasn't been taken, the Raiders are on the clock. Well, let's call Dave and see what he's thinking. Got to take the call. So, by the sounds of it in our conversation, we're both on board with Devin Witherspoon. If he's on the board at seven, you definitely take him for the back end of that defense. Do you have any other prospects that you have a fit that are favorited to you for the Raiders at seven? And what what are your thoughts on Jalen Carter? Because a lot of fans, a lot of Raider fans, are saying you take Jalen Carter if he's on the board, despite all the things that he's been through this offseason. Well, here'd be a comp for me. I mean, just. Last week, Jeffrey Simmons from Tennessee got a $100 million contract from the Titans, and he earned it. Like, he's a dominant defensive tackle. I mean, in the likes of Chris Jones and Javon Hargrave, I mean, he got his payday, all right? And Tennessee has been one of the most dominant defensive lines over the last four years, every year. To me, Jalen Carter is a bigger and more athletic Jeffrey Simmons. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine – uh, Max Crosby, not literally jumping for joy, like if Jalen <laughs> Carter would somehow be there at seven. Like you can't pass them up. Look what they have in the middle of their defense. Like start building your defense. They haven't been able to build it in a decade, but they got to start building down the center. I can't imagine a better prospect than Jalen Carter to start to build your defense if he was around somehow 
at number seven. Now, we, we talked about, obviously, Witherspoon up front and an amazing player would be a game changer for the Raiders. The Raiders also need more. They, they need more defensive back help as well. Not a great safety draft, Baldy, but at cornerback, you're going to be able to get good cornerbacks in the third round, maybe even the fourth round. Talk about that depth. I see them going multiple uh, picks at the position, maybe even three. Well, you know, right now, I think Duke Shelley, who they picked up from Minnesota in free agency, might be starting. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just going to watch Duke against the New York Giants in a playoff game. I mean, like he's not going to – Brandon Fashion was a special team player, you know, for a long time with the Chargers. It's kind of what he is. Like they need an elite corner. They need somebody that can step in. Like Amik Robertson has been a good player in the nickel. And, you know, Hobbs has been a good, tough kid. You like him. But they, they need a starting corner. And this is a draft, like you say, that you could get a starting corner. It's not just, you know, Deontay Banks and – Joey Porter Jr. I mean, this thing goes deep. And so, you know, Makai Blackman from USC, I don't know. I watch that kid play. Like, he looks pretty good to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. You get him in the third round, fifth round. I mean, you know, but he, he looks like he can line up and play. Uh, he's got all the, the actors, you know, all the requisite skills that you need. But I, mean, I, I could go to the list of, you know, a half a dozen guys that might be there, you know, in one of those third round picks. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, we talked a lot about the first round, and I think the Raiders can snag a linebacker in the second round. Some of the top names, Drew Sanders, Jack Campbell, Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. Do you have a favorite of the linebacker position? Because I think when you revamp a defense, and you talked about Jalen Carter, I think one of the important parts of a revamp defense is to have that middle linebacker, that quarterback of your defense that can get guys lined up and make plays. Do you have a favorite of that position for the Raiders on day two? Well, how many middle linebackers have the Raiders gone through in the last five years? Honestly, <laughs> I can't even like, count. You, you, know, Denzel Too many. Down, you, just don't, you just get lost. Like, it's it's crazy. You know, some teams have lined up the same middle linebacker. Like, Devin White's lined up every every game for the last, you know, three, four years. Yeah. But, you, you know, go to New Orleans. Like, these teams just line up the same. <laughs> like, you got to get it right. So, look, Trenton Simpson is a guy that can flat out. I mean, he's a three-year starter at Clemson. I think he runs in the four fours, maybe even faster. Like, he looks like it's not a great draft for off-the-ball inside linebackers. But, you know, Drew Sanders was an elite prospect coming out, going to Alabama, played, you know, put up over 100 tackles at Arkansas this year. Um, you know, both those guys, Simpson and Sanders, they, I mean, they both can run and chase. The question you have about a lot of these guys, not just these two, but a lot of these guys is can any of them thump? Can mm-hmm. any of them, you know, go up and take on Trey Smith in Kansas City? And go put Creed Humphrey on his Humphrey. Like, can any of these, you know, because they haven't done that really in college. And so that's the question that a lot of these guys have when you evaluate them. You can put a clock on them. Yeah, they can run sideline to sideline. That's good. But, you know, if, you know, sometimes you just got to, you just got to bring something to the party, you know, and, I, and you don't have to do that in college. It's not the way the game is played. 
Well, Baldy, listen, I know it's going to be a great and busy week for you, and, and nobody does it better as far as talking football. We certainly appreciate you putting a tie on for us tonight. I know it wasn't for <laughs> yeah. us. It was, it was for TV, but we're going to say it anyway. But thanks for doing it. Also, reminder, you can catch Brian and yep. Jason Lockin for on the draft show, the Odyssey draft show live yep. on Thursday night, the 27th. I'll be there for the seventh pick. We'll see if they keep it there. Uh, but you can catch that on the Odyssey app and also on the Odyssey YouTube page. Brian, as always, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Good being with you, man. Have a great week. All right. We all look forward to a week from Thursday, man. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. There you go, Brian Baldinger. Such a great guest, Mo. We love having him on. The fans out there love him. Raider Nation, who who doesn't care a lot for national pundits overall. We know why. <laughs> But uh, he's one of those guys. He always tells it like it is, and he's always shown a lot of love for Max Crosby because Max deserves it. Yeah, I think the big thing there was, and, and I meant to bring this up to Baldy, is that if the Rays would have drafted Jalen Carter, they do have Max Crosby, who's been through <clears> some <throat> things in his life. He can kind of take him under his wing. Chandler Jones has you know, been in this league for a while. He had some off-the-field issues a while ago. So I think those two guys, if, if they're going to draft a Jalen Carter and they feel like they can put him under some guys that can help him mature – those would be the two guys you can put them and and defensive line room, same same position group. So you can kind of hang around those two older veterans and and kind of again give maturity up and, and stay out of trouble. Absolutely. All right. We're gonna take our break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about Josh Jacobs. Yes, we talked about him last show, but now he didn't come in for workouts. We're gonna bring that up a little bit. A lot of concern among Raider Nation. I think we're gonna reiterate what we said last week. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then, of course, in our final segment, we're going to get to the mailbag again. Questions from email, questions from Twitter, all going to be here with you on Silver and Black today, uh, which you can also hear, by the way. I want to say hello to our listeners on The Bet in Las Vegas and, of course, to all our podcast listeners and our good friends on YouTube. All right, we're going to step aside. When we come back, more Raiders football. This is Silver and Black today. Don't go anywhere. 